And thank you, Picker. I like hearing that song first thing here on Sunday morning. And good morning to all you listeners out there. My name is R.T. Lowe, and you're listening to For Your Information here on Cox Radio. For Your Information is a public affairs program that we have on, and we try to get somebody from the community to tell us what they do and how they serve the community. And we have a great guest today. Her name is Amanda Brooks, and she is a county extension agent, and her main offices are over in Liberty, Texas, in the county courthouse. So, uh, Amanda, are you still on the line there? Yes, sir. As far as uh, you are concerned, let's let's uh, hear who you are and where you came from and how you got to where you're at now, okay? Yes, sir. Well, Mr. Lowe, I'm actually a graduate of Cleveland High School. Then I attended Team Houston State University. And Yay, received, Bearcats. Yes, sir. <laughs> then I received a Bachelor of Science in Ag Business uh, with a minor in Animal Science. After I graduated, got married, me and my husband currently have two children, uh, two girls that go to Cleveland. I have one will be in third grade this year and one's going into eighth grade. Moved back home once our oldest daughter was born and I taught middle school science and ag out in Tarkington for about 10 years um, before I made a career change. And now I'm the 4-H and youth development extension agent here in Liberty County. So you didn't have uh, very far to travel to end up at the extension agent in Liberty. No, sir. Not at all. It is good to talk to a a fellow Clevelandite and and, uh, a Bearcat. I'm sorry I had to interrupt you on when you said Sam Houston. Bearcats got to stick together. Yes, sir. Now, you took ag science and things like that, uh, but... You work mainly with 4-H, and you and I were talking the other day, and 4-H is a lot more than just ag. First, why don't you kind of tell us what a county extension agent is, because there's a lot of people out there that may not know. First, they if they're in Texas, they have at least one in their county, right? Yes, sir. And now you want to tell them what, what that is. We're basically community educators. Um, We take the knowledge and research and information that is sent to us from Texas A&M University, and we educate our community with that information. And it can be in several different areas. Uh, We have four agents in our office currently. Um, I'm the 4-H and youth development agent. We have a family and consumer science agent. Of course, we have our ag agent. That's probably the one that most people are familiar with when you say county agent. And then we also have a community and economic development agent. So we cover, you know, numerous topics and areas. Our job can be different every day. You know, we're (laughs) educating youth. We're educating adults, sometimes separately, sometimes together. All different areas, you know, they may come to our office for that. We may do programs in other places. Um, For me, some of what I do is school enrichment, so I work in the seven school districts that are in Liberty County, among other things. I mean, so we're everywhere. So a lot of times we like to tell people if they have a question or they're looking for something, if they call us, chances are if we can't help them, we can definitely send them where they need to go. If you don't have the answer, you may know where the answer is, huh? Yes, sir. Well, that's great. A lot of people that listening to us are going to be outside the Liberty County, Cleveland area. Well, as you know about Cleveland, heck, we're just a rock throw from two different counties anyway. 
Yes, sir. And you have extension agents in every county in Texas, right? Correct. There's a couple of the smaller counties that do share agents, but every county has at least one. Well, we got a couple of counties in Texas that are like 200 miles across and don't have it 12 people there. Right. <laughs> so they may have to share with their neighboring county, but we are definitely, you know, we cover the entire state. Is A&M, uh, why is it the central storehouse for this type of information or, or the, the, the go-to place? Um, it's a land-grant university, and so that's how Extension was set up. They work with all the land-grant universities, you know, across the United States. So that, you know, they just work together to make that happen. Oh, okay. So the land-grant universities uh, have the... The extension program. Okay. So so they provide part of the funding for that. Um, Your agent positions are funded through Texas A&M and through the county. And I was kind of surprised to see all of y'all's email addresses uh, go through A&M system, right? Yes, sir. Is your area of expert or where you work right now is the 4-H and youth development. And you said you worked with all seven school districts. That's got to be intensive, especially you spend a lot of time on county roads, don't you? Yes, sir. I've put many miles on my vehicle the past year and a half. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do with the different schools? How do you coordinate with them? You know, it really depends on the school district. Some of them already have a working relationship with us and kind of know what we do, and there's things that I guess they expect of us every year. And then the districts that we haven't really had a lot to do with, I have spent quite a bit of my time trying to, I guess, um, develop those relationships with those school districts and those administrators and try to get our foot in the door there. Um, And what we do there, you know, can be as simple as just coming up with another just additional hands-on activity that we can take into those teachers um, that might want assistance or help or special days. Um, Speak at career days, you know, teaching the kids about our jobs, about agriculture, different ag careers that are available to them. We might take in gardening programs to them. Some of the schools, we do egg to chick, where we take the incubators and the eggs and go through the whole life cycle of the chickens with them and, you know, educate them as to what we do with those chickens and why they're important. Um, Gardening programs, another big one we do is called Ag Venture Day. Um, We'll take live animals or get different volunteers from the community that may have different... um, resources for us sometimes we work with farm bureau we get mobile dairy demonstrations to come in and so you know we do live in a rural community but we have a lot of kids that aren't familiar with agriculture or what it provides us or why it's important so we take that to those kids and sometimes they get that hands-on experience or education that they wouldn't get any other time yeah you would think uh, most of the folks around would have uh sometimes to agriculture but uh, liberty county is becoming more urban all the time a lot of uh, a lot of the the towns are getting bigger obviously if you live in cleveland you know we've just exploded in the last year and a half or so uh but 
you can do gardening right in, in a lot of cases, right there near your home, right? Yes, yes. And so that's something we take in to the kids and show them. You know, you can grow some stuff. If you don't have a lot of property, you could put things in containers in your backyard if you live in the city and grow a few vegetables or herbs for your for your family. And when we do that, a lot of times we'll take in things and sometimes we'll cook them a quick little meal with a specific vegetable that was grown in the garden or we try to bring new new things that the kids aren't necessarily familiar with or, you know, if mom brought it home to them, they'd be like, absolutely not. I'm not going to try that. But when you take them something, um, like we'll take bok choy, which looks like a lettuce, you know, and it's in a lot of Chinese food and things. But if you just hand that to the kids and tell them to taste it, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> but somebody in that classroom is probably going to try it. And once one of them does, then typically they all do. And we're speaking with Amanda Brooks. She's the county extension agent for her area is 4-H and youth development. I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but got to tell the people who's talking. Yes, sir. But as you were saying, you you get the kids involved with, uh, and not just gardening, right? You you do other uh, agricultural type things, as you were saying. And not just agriculture. Um, you know, we have other agents in the office that their focus is on health and nutrition, um, sewing. Uh, we've expanded our robotics program here through 4-H. Um, science and STEM is a big push through the 4-H program throughout the U.S. and the state. So I've received some grant money, recently purchased some iPads and some little electronic things to teach the kids um, some basic coding to get them introduced to that robotic stuff. Um, there's tons of different competitions and contests and camps that are available to these kids. So once we get them interested on a county level, you know, they have room to grow and go and compete as they get older, and the contest will expand. And at some point, when they become senior age, there's a lot of scholarship opportunity available for these kids as well. So it doesn't just have to be about livestock. So we're trying to give them a well-rounded 4-H experience in all areas, not just the livestock and the animals that people are familiar with. Well, you know, you went over a lot of things there. A lot of people may not be that familiar with 4-H. They may have uh, heard about it while they were in school. I'm talking about adults now. The kids have probably heard about 4-H from from other, you know, people in their uh, age group and such. But the adults remember 4-H's. Uh, where you got started showing uh, cattle or pigs at Dairy Day and things like that. Correct. You, you say 4-H has changed a lot. What what do you have now with 4-H? Oh, the list is pretty extensive. Um, I'll just name off a few for you. But when I do recruiting for our clubs and our organization, what I like to tell people is Whatever you or your child are interested in, we probably have some sort of project area that, you know, will relate to that, whether it be leadership, public speaking, um, of course, horticulture, um, clothing and textiles, photography. Again, I kind of talked about robotics and that science a minute ago. Um, Theater arts, companion animals entomology so if we have any bug fans out there um we can teach them about bugs and they can do a bug collection and take it to a contest 
all of those natural resources, um, wildlife. We have a shooting sports program in Liberty County. I mean, the list is really endless. So if you're looking for something for your child to do and you're wondering if we can help them out, you know, give us a call or shoot us an email and we'll definitely see how we can help them. Well, I think you, you said one thing there that uh, kind of a lot of people would probably be interested in now with with uh, the growing interest in firearms and such. Uh, mm-hmm. What kind of shooting uh, uh, programs do you have? Um, we have a project club here in Liberty County, and um, through 4 they're able to shoot archery, shotguns, rifles, and pistols. Currently, we only have shotgun and archery. But, you know, as we gain the interest in other aspects and we can find more parent volunteers to help us, we can expand those programs as well. Because, you know, it's impossible for the four agents to do everything with the 342 members that we have. So we rely a lot on our parent volunteers that come in and help us with these projects, too. Oh, well, that makes sense. We're speaking with Amanda Brooks. She's the county extension agent. Uh, 4-H and youth development is her main area. Uh, as you were saying on the, the firearms, uh, I remember uh, the stories of long ago when the the government was recruiting gunners and such for uh, airplanes. They would uh, use the, the first people they picked out were bird hunters from from uh, uh, among the volunteers for the the war because it was uh, uh, tracking of the bird and things like this. And, and in uh, modern times, I guess it would be trap shooting, right? Y'all do the trap shooting with the shotguns. Yes, sir. Uh, where do y'all do the firing at? Um, you know, the kids are able to practice on their own. Um, but typically when we have a group practice, they use pecan meadows um, over here. But again, the, you know, the kids are able to practice at any range with their parent supervision um, in, I guess, an undesignated, you know, 4-H practice time. So they are able to do that on their own or, you know, when we meet, they can do that together as a group. Um, if they meet with a group, of course, it has to be an approved 4-H volunteer that has done all of that shooting sports training so that right. we know that, that that's a safe um, environment for the kids. And do, and do they compete in uh, uh, other contests with each other or with yes, the, uh, other shooters? We have district contests, um, state contests, and they can go even national with the with the shooting sports competitions. So and there's there's a lot of room for growth in our county for that. Right now, we have people that compete at district and state level. And, you know, I always liked archery. I, to me, it was a, a, a good good way to learn distance and things. Uh, there's a lot you can learn from the different different uh, types of uh, firearms and, and, uh, and archery, all that type of stuff. But we were talking about robotics. That's a coming thing now. You know, they've... They've got those uh, battle bots on TV, but there's also uh, things. Doesn't NASA hold a, a contest every once in a while on robotics? Yes, sir, I believe they do. And then so our 4-H competitions would kind of be the same as well, like the shooting sports. You know, they can compete in district events and work their way up 
in the robotics as well. Um, so we're looking forward to get that going here in the county so that maybe we'll have some participation in that in the next few years. You've got to keep up on things too because you were talking, you're introducing them to writing code and such, right? Yes, sir. And that is definitely not my cup of tea, but I'm giving it a try. <laughs> well, it, it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's, it can be, uh, uh, it's meticulous at times, but, but it's irritating too because you can leave one little thing out and it messes the whole thing up. Yes, sir. Uh, but you know, there's some fun apps and different things that are available to the kids. It's just like them playing a game, but um, it gets them in the habit of doing that to introduce them to the basics. Really? And then they can go from there. So. Is that like Minecraft and things like that? Uh, no, sir. Um, there's a, we, some of the equipment that we purchased has some apps that are with it. And as I was searching through some other things, there's you can just you know put like kids coding in on iTunes. And there's some stuff that comes up. Wow. I, I'm surprised the 4-H goes in so many different dire- directions now. Uh when you're working with the school themselves uh, and the students in the school, do you have a classroom period, or how does that work? Um, no, sir. We're actually, all of the agents in our office are adjunct faculty members, and so we'll come in, and it may be a specific teacher that has requested to work with us or a certain grade level, um, or we might you know, do a presentation for the whole school or grade or Really, what's whatever is requested of us. So not a specific classroom unless that teacher has asked us to be there. Oh, okay. So we just kind of have to work with whatever is given to us. You know, if we're doing gardening stuff or our adventure, we will be outside. Um, egg to chick is usually specific to a classroom or two. Um, or, you know, like in the science lab for a certain grade level or something. So we don't have a designated area, I guess, just wherever people request that we be oh all right i i guess something else that that can go give you a lot of uh uh, directions to go from would be sewing uh i remember back when i was in school it was explained to me if you want to be an engineer and want to learn how to think of things in three dimensions as opposed to just two uh, taking sewing classes is a great idea because you have to model and, and build things to three dimensions. Correct. And, you know, there's so many ways that we take that. There's things that we have called fashion storyboards where they can just kind of take a design and they're making a design board for that. Um, or you can go as far as participating in a fashion show where you have either sewn or purchased an outfit and you take that and, you know, show it off to the judges. And we try to include some leadership and public speaking in all of our contests. A lot of our contests, they have to go in and explain their reasoning to the judges and and different things. Um, so, like I say, tons of opportunity in so many areas that people just don't know about. I, I guess, uh, obviously, people immediately go back to animal husbandry and things like that too how much do you deal with uh, the kids that are going to be in the different community livestock show like uh, cleveland's dairy day or uh, the tve over in liberty well you know those weeks that we have those county shows that is a large part of our job so we're on the grounds at those shows all week 
you know, from morning to night. Um, and any time throughout those kids' months that they have those projects, you know, they may pick up the phone and call and ask us to come take a look or help them or we'll get a phone call about where to locate an animal for somebody to get started. Um, we do do a lot of the validation, which is the tagging in and um, I guess the entry, you know, for those kids. Um, and we even do the validation for those kids in our county that attend like the Houston Livestock Show and San Antonio and all those major shows throughout the state as well. And then, of course, you know, late fall and early spring, we're on the road a lot traveling to those shows as well. So it's not just in county. Oh, okay. Um, so there's you... a lot of times that we're in San Angelo, Fort Worth, um, Houston, you know, wherever those shows are, and we have participants, we go. Okay, now that's something I wasn't aware of. Y'all, y'all travel with the kids even if they're showing far away. Yes, sir. Well, boy, you do put some miles on the car, and and you have to be uh, have a lot of uh, uh, l- uh, give and take because you're going if you're going that many different places, you've got to be able to to mix up your calendar pretty well too, huh? Yes, sir, and the good thing about our job is, though, yes, we have office hours from 8 to 5, um, but to an extent, we kind of get to make our own schedule. So, like, I have summer camps going right now, but I had to wait until July and August to do those because of some things that we volunteered to do in the month of June. So we kind of get to pick and choose and, and put certain things where we want them to help us out throughout the year. And we're speaking to Amanda Brooks. She's a county extension agent and works mainly with 4-H and youth development. What do you have coming up in August? Um, in August, we have a couple of camps. I do have a beginner robotics camp that will be August 10th. Um, we're actually going to hold that at the log cabin at Stansville Park in Cleveland. Oh, wow. And then um, on August 14th, we'll have a beginner livestock judging camp. And that will also be at Stansville Park. Um, Those are $10 a day for the kids who want to come and participate. If they have any questions, they can call the Extension Office to sign up for those. Um, And then we will actually, several different parts of our office will have informational booths set up at the Outdoor Expo that the Chamber's hosting at the end of August. So if anybody would like to come and visit us there and ask questions, we'll have some of our 4-H County Council officers on hand to answer questions. We'll have information on how to enroll in 4-H, information about the different clubs located in Liberty County, and, of course, any projects that the kids might be interested in. And so, if, if someone wanted to get a hold of y'all now, uh, how would they uh, locate you? Our office phone number is 936 936- Three three four three two three zero, or we're located at five zero one Palmer Avenue in Liberty. Ed, talking about the the two camps you have coming up, the the robotics camp. Uh, if someone might be interested, you know, but they're going, well, I don't know anything about it. It sounds really interesting, but I don't know that much about it. Where do you? How do you start them out? What do they need to have or know? Um, It needs to be a 4-H age child, Um, so a child who's going into third grade. Um, This one's very beginner, Uh, so my plans that I have for this one, you know, are really kind of what are robotics, 
teaching the kids to work as a team and learn how to come up with a plan. They may not even see a robot that day. Um, at our beginner camp last year, uh, one of the camps, the kids made marshmallow catapults. So they had to work as a team and put a catapult together. And then they got to have a contest shooting marshmallows to see which catapult was the most <laughs> successful at doing that. And, of course, they had time. If something was wrong with it, they could kind of go back and tweak it a little and fix, you know, what didn't go as planned. Uh, that, now, um, that's something that's uh, – it's also – you're not just teaching the robotics in, but you're teaching basic engineering too. Then. Yes, sir. Because, you know, they have to learn how to build things. They have to work together as a team. And um, so it's not just the robotics. It's all the aspects that go into that program. And working as a team can be one of the toughest things to learn. Yes, sir. And then I also forgot to mention that on August 17th, we will have what we call a Clover Kids Camp, and that's for our children ages 5 to 8 who are not old enough to be an active 4-H member. We kind of introduce them into the projects and get them excited about it so when they become the age of a third grader, you know, they have that interest and they might want to participate as well. Do you work with the kids in elementary school, get them prepped for 4-H? Yes, sir. Oh, that's great. Get them started early. And and the, uh, I'm sorry, but what was the other camp? Robotics and uh, judging. Livestock judging, yes, sir. Uh, if anybody's interested in uh, going into the agricultural business, judging livestock is, uh, it, it's a lot harder than looking at it and say, yeah, that's a big cow, isn't it? Yes, sir, and it's a pretty good skill to have, you know, for those children that are showing livestock. They're able to kind of have a little bit of knowledge so when they go out and start choosing their own projects, they know what to look for. Well, we have a, a couple of minutes left here. Uh, is there anything that you wanted to make sure we brought out about uh, the 4-H and the county extension work, Amanda? Uh, not necessarily about the work, but just in, if anyone has questions or wants to get their kids involved, or like I say, we're always looking for volunteers, um, have those people give us a call or come visit us at the Outdoor Expo or come visit our office. We'll be available to answer questions. If you're curious about projects, you know, what is available to your children specifically, you know, we'll be more than happy to help you. Um, again, uh, 4-H is open to children 3rd through 12th grade. So, you know, and people are always saying there's nothing in Liberty County for their kids to do, but yet we really do have a ton of things available to these children. I started to say there's a lot of things that 4-H does. And, folks, if you have uh, Internet service, just go to the Liberty County uh, website and it, Y'all are listed under other county offices, I believe, something like that, right? Yes, sir. So you are looking for the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service for Liberty County. There you go. And you can probably put that in uh, a uh, search engine and it'll come up for you. Well, and we do have a Facebook page. Liberty County 4-H has a Facebook page and AgriLife Extension Liberty County has a Facebook page as well. So... For anybody who's on Facebook, I know a lot of people have the smartphones. Jump on there, even if you don't have a computer. And, you know, we post a lot of information and information about upcoming events. 
um, when kids can enroll and just different things available to both children and adults. Well, Amanda Brooks, I appreciate you being my guest today. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, well, I guess that wraps it up for Cox Radio. For your information here on Sunday morning, we appreciate you listening. And pick her key up that flat top and take us on home. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.